0: Yo, hope you're having a dope day and thank you for tuning in. This is the Sneaker People Pod and I am Chris Chu. For those wondering, yes, this is a The Sneaker Podcast presentation. Uh, So shout out to the TSP crew. Today, I am joined by uh, not one, not two, actually, yeah, it's two, two crew members from Canada Got Soul. So what's up, guys? How's it going?
1: Hey, man, how are you? Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, man, for sure.
0: Oh. Definitely uh, an honor to have you guys uh, on the airwaves. Uh, so for those who don't know, the first gentleman that spoke, uh, his name is Lawrence. Hello. So thank you, Lawrence, for coming in. Absolutely. Uh, and the second gentleman is, uh, he goes by Alvin. Those who love him a lot call him Q. Hey.
2: hey. That means you love yeah. me a lot.
0: I call you everything. <laughs> I call you B sometimes.
2: <laughs> Just don't call him late to dinner. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> before going into that, uh, shout out to Joel, right? Yeah. He couldn't make the, uh, the recording. Basketball. But, uh, yeah. I think it's like strategic. He wanted to be on alone. He's smart. Yeah. He's smart. Yeah. yeah for More sure. spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to Joel. Uh, we'll have him on uh, some other time for sure, uh, because he is an important part to the CGS movement. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have you guys on the podcast because you are a crew. And a crew that's been working together for a quite some time now, still going strong, and still very effective in the Canadian sneaker culture, community, that thing. Do you remember the first time you guys met me? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was,
2: time... uh, like we met, met, like me and Lawrence?
0: Uh, no, not you and Lawrence, but you guys met uh the
2: Montreal side me oh yeah dude because he doesn't care about how you met me (laughs) out
0: no 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 we're not gonna talk we're we're not gonna talk about that yet but bringing this up because the first time someone asked us I referenced another meeting which was like a it was like a sneaker show yeah and I was convinced that that was the first time I saw you guys and then L corrected me Mm -hmm.
2: Lawrence you tell it you tell it so good I believe that. Uh, so I think this connection was
1: created by a good friend of the show, good friend of our show. I don't know if he's a good friend of your show. Uh, Tito Luke, aka I Project. I don't know oh, if that's course. what he still goes for by on Instagram. But uh, so Luke, we mentioned to him that we were all going to Montreal as a collective. This was years ago. This might have even yeah. been, been before. This was we before were
2: Canada got officially
1: full. Canada got sold. Yeah, I yeah. thought so too. Yeah. Um. And he was like, oh, my buddy Chris lives there. Uh, when you get there, hit him up and like he'll tell you all the cool spots to go to or whatever. And I don't know who was actually the uh, middleman who was actually communicating with Chris. I, it was probably me. Um, and we were just kind of texting back and forth saying, where should we go? What should we do? And Chris was like, go to uh, a store that we don't name anymore. And then uh, we <laughs> yes. we ended up there, and we were like, oh, yeah, well, Chris, we're here. He's like, oh, dope. I work around the block. I'll come and say hi. And he literally just showed up, and the rest is history, as they say.
0: Are you sure that's how we met? Yeah. yeah. That definitely. sounds a lot like how I met Cal. <laughs> I think you just took that story and put your names in it. I thought it, it was at another sneaker show. Uh, no? No, we met that the- was definitely it. Oh, wait. No, I think I'm right. It was another sneaker show. It was in the old port of Montreal. It was like one of the first
2: ones in Montreal, right? Like one of the first sneakers. shows. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. And I I didn't know who you guys were. I knew you You kind of looked like a crew. All I knew is that you guys came from Toronto. And uh, I thought you guys were... Where was that? In Kicks We Trust or something? Mm. But you are not them. Uh, but... Um, no, it's not that show.
1: I don't think that was first. I feel like the uh, random store meetup was first. Um, okay. but uh, we we can go back and check the record after this and set it straight for the next we'll time do that. we're on uh, here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll check the transcripts and we'll Google it out. will know. Uh,
0: all this is say that uh, we've known each other for quite some time now. Yeah, and um, I think every meeting, every uh, in-person meeting, is quite special. To the point that we don't remember w- when we met.
1: Yeah, that's how special it was that we don't even know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do remember one thing, L Doggy Styles. He seems to be everywhere. <laughs> and then you did hit me up for like a list of uh, sneaker stores, and I'm like, oh, this is my in. Let's see if he follows me back.
1: <laughs> and did I?
0: You did, you did, you
1: did. Do I still follow you? That's the real question.
0: Oh, e- e- it's neither here nor there, but uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, your friendship is appreciated. And what I'd like to know actually is when the idea to become a crew came about.
2: Get it, Alvin. Oh, like the story story. <laughs> the real one. Mm-hmm. The real one. The um, juice. So previous to us actually becoming Canada. So we did our first like show. And it was yeah. like a T dot loves kicks event, and before that okay. we were just part of like the, the hashtag sneaker misfits, right? So like similar with you and all the other guys that were part of that, we just called ourselves sneaker misfits to start. Who
0: who, who is that? Are we me? Yeah, no, no, I wasn't. You I we're never not a sneaker misfit. <laughs> no, Loser. I thought your name was sneaker misfits.
1: It was at one point. We at were, one point. That's what we went by because okay. we had nothing better to call ourselves. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> okay, so when when did you guys decide to become part of Sneaker Misfits or Sneaker Misfits? Uh, what, what year was that,
2: 2012?
1: This would have been, yeah, like way back, like 2010, 2011, 2012. And it was literally yeah. just, an, a, like like we said before, like another group of like-minded guys who... Uh, okay. From, like from like everywhere, a bunch though. Of it wasn't just... Things, from all just over, yeah, yeah. From like states, from Europe, and still really good friends to this day. And it was just a bunch of people who kind of didn't follow typical trends or hype and just literally misfits of like liking everything, liking weird stuff. And Uh, we kind of all uh, liked each other. So we kind of formed a (laughs) makeshift crew of misfits toys. Yeah. Uh,
2: 2013 rolled a wrong. Lawrence and I were spending Valentine's Day together in (laughs) uh, my parents' basement alone for some reason. Yep. I don't even know why that that. that no, happened. me neither. But it was it was a good time, and then the, we the were. Cool, like...
0: The cool part of this story is you you didn't have to mention that part at all. That <laughs> specific detail you could have chosen. That's the most to important not. detail. But it's, it but is. like, yeah, you it is. you threw it
2: in. Okay. Uh, and then we were like, "Yo, we need something for like our fellow Canadians to, uh-huh. just help represent, you know, the Canadian singer community," and uh, yeah, we came up with Canada Got Soul. <laughs> really original, may, right? Yeah, very very original, <laughs> basically.
0: What was the uh the logic or the strategy behind uh the name Canada Got Soul?
1: I feel Ooh. like it was just like we didn't really there was no real representation of Canada and still even the yep. representation of Canadian sneakers in in a whole globally is very small. So we just felt that we wanted something because we didn't have anything. Like when we're coming up, it's all Soul Collector, it's all Nice Kicks, it's all whatever Complex, beast, all based out of the States, all based out of other countries. And there's nothing Canadian. Like any Canadian wants to know news or any Canadian wants to, to find other sneakerheads, they're going through these American platforms. So we just wanted to find a way to have Canadians feel represented and also find a way for Canadians to like connect with one another. Um, so, Canada Got Soul is literally like the epitome of, like, hey, we have shoes too. It's like the <laughs> most like, yeah, it's the most like direct, like unoriginal, very uncreative <laughs> name because it's so uh, direct. But yeah, that's literally the reason I think. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, you know, direct is okay, the sneaker podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but th- like your first thoughts of Canada Got Soul. Uh, because you just mentioned soul collector complex whatnot it was it to to compete or to be in the same realm as these types of blogs or
1: i think it was initially like initially it started with just a hashtag and it was a way for us to like leave our mark and also have people follow along and join in and create a community and a culture um because that and if you want to do anything in 2020 you need a community behind you to do it like you can't just start open up a website and say hey this is me do it because i said so you need a reason for people and they want to have a reason to support you um so i mean like yeah i don't know if it was ever officially like hey we want to be a soul collector we want to be a complex we want to be a news outlet we want to be media it was always just like whatever we found interesting as canadian sneakerheads we would like push for it and we would like promote it and it's worked it's honestly was just a bunch of us being ourselves like it's had ebbs and flows and it's gone up and down of us um how our involvement has been but uh yeah it was honestly just a way for us to share what we loved and find other like-minded individuals like we mentioned calby first of all speaking of calby can you hear me okay yeah okay great (laughs) um (laughs) um
0: (laughs) I take I take all blame for the audio issues with the uh, Calby episode.
1: But like, yeah, that that's how we met Calby officially yeah. originally was because he randomly I don't know how he found a used hashtag Canada Got yeah. Soul on his shoe pictures, <laughs> and like yeah. the first time I ever met Calby was me picking him up from Pearson Airport to bring him to my house to sleep over, because um, he was staying in Toronto. So it was literally like that was like the epitome or like the prime example of what we wanted to do was bring people together who you would never would have met because of hashtag #canada got soul.
0: Yeah. If today people were to ask you guys to describe what Canada got soul is don't give me a paragraph just give me like a one liner. Com- what community What do you guys do?
1: Community. That's a good one, Alvin. Community. Yeah.
0: I'm asking you guys because you you started off as as you mentioned a hashtag and then a movement, and then you guys went into the blogosphere. Yeah. You also have a, a bit of a like a Facebook uh, forum mm-hmm. type uh, space. Mm-hmm. You you set up uh, actual sneaker shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, you're also podcasters, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, certainly. So you have all these media branches uh, at your disposal. Which ones do you guys find is the most uh, effective right now?
2: I personally love uh, the event or events that we were able to to throw, like Shoe Hall, um, yep. only because, like, literally, we have people from Montreal. Shout out to Uncle Scott, AKA Sean, who was mm-hmm. in the area anyway, but still decided to come down <laughs> to downtown Toronto. Oh, no, wait, shout out to, from, like,
1: even, like, Jewberry from Montreal. Yeah, Jewberry so from, specifically from Montreal. Eli Falsy from Red Deer, Alberta flew yeah. in just for the event.
2: And it's just like that, bring in, bring, being able to bring people. To, and then literally when Eli came down from from Red Deer, he made friends yeah. with so many people from, from like Ontario. You know what I mean? So cool. it, for us, it's like being able to see the relationships grow and then like them become homies. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's very cool to see and experience. And then that's essentially what we wanted, right? When we first started. So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, my favorite. That I'm, I'm on the same page
1: as Alvin. I love the podcast. Yeah. Like it's turned into literally like a family event. Like we get together every week with our families, have okay. a big dinner together and then record in Joel's basement, like, which is amazing. Like I cherish those days a lot, but definitely yeah. the events is like, it's the visual like IRL representation of all the work that we've done trying to put together and create and curate a community in Canada and Toronto and whatever. And it's like in front of you, smack dab in your face when you have 200, 250 people in the space that you ask them to come to buying your merchandise and like hanging out Mm -hmm. with you and chopping it up. Like that's, there's, you cannot, like there's no feeling like that in the world. It's amazing.
0: You put on two shows. Before the first one happened, what was going on in your heads and what actually brought about this? Okay, we got to do this. Yeah, it has to happen. I
1: mean, like we've been selling merchandise for a long time, not a long time, but a couple of years now. And more recently, like the newer hats were doing really well. The Champion uh, clothing was doing really well. And we don't have like a proper Shopify setup, As Chris knows, like getting stuff when we do an online release is a pain in the ass for our purchasers. But it's also an even bigger pain in the ass for us because there's no autofill. We're manually filling out shipping labels. We're manually packing everything we're paying. We're usually losing on shipping because we want to charge a flat rate and it's just easier for them. And it's easier for us. Um, So, I mean, there's that for one, like just having a space where we can sell our merchandise all in one place. Don't have to worry about shipping. We can have the face to face interaction. Like Alvin and I grew up basically in the sneaker game while working in sneaker retail. So, I mean, it's second nature to us and like, I think every single sneakerhead's dream is to have their own shoe store. Like, they're lying if that's not in their mind somewhere is to have your own shop. Yeah. So, like, even to have it for a day or a couple mm-hmm. hours or a weekend yeah. or whatever is, like, that's a dream come true.
0: My dream was always uh, have an arcade. And then when, you know, having coffee was a thing. I go, it's going to be a half coffee, half arcade. <laughs> and then, I go oh, half Sneaker shop. <laughs> and then I just kept adding wings <laughs> to my, my, my spot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. makes a hole. It's math. <laughs> eighth, an eighth sneaker shop. And they, you know. <laughs> like, why not just do a pop-up versus pop-up slash event, full-on event, where other vendors could also show up?
1: So, I mean, the first year we did it, we rented the space. It was originally just meant to be, like you said, a pop-up. The reason it's okay. called Shoe Hall is because we literally wanted to just rent a U-Haul, park it in a parking lot, and sell merchandise <laughs> yeah. out of the back of the U-Haul. Um, but logistically, that was hard to do, and also it wasn't actually legal, so we couldn't do that. <laughs> um, so the name was dope, so we had to just keep the name no matter what. I love the name. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, like, like we said, doing a pop-up is just you, and our whole mantra since 2013 and beyond has been community culture involvement like collaboration so i mean the first year that we did it it was just us and net magnetism yeah um i believe it was just the two of us and that was just because the space was too large for us and net mag is a great friend of the show so Mm -hmm. why not have him along and he did some great stuff he sold a bunch of like hype releases for retail like i think he sold like travis's for retail or something stupid like he was like going off
0: that is stupid. What the yeah. <laughs> What an
1: idiot. What an idiot, right? Um, and then, yeah, like the year after that, it was literally like we had a larger space. So the first thing that came to mind was how many other vendors or people can we ram into the mm-hmm. space? So we had ice cream, mm-hmm. like a local um, ice cream shop pulled up. We had Parlor 23 who pulled up. We had Net Magnetism again. Um, we partnered with MGD, the Jeff Staple Collection. Um, because that cool. was MGD Canada. So it was meant to be like, yeah, it was just like a big, like, yeah, like what we promote all the time is community involvement and that's it to a T.
0: Was there other benefits to holding uh, an event? Were you guys able to improve your uh, position in the sneaker community?
1: We got a lot of followers, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we
2: got more uh, recognized for sure in terms yeah. of like, what was because a lot of a lot of random people would walk into trying to see why mm-hmm. what was going on, like in this space. So, yeah. I mean, we got to interact with new people we never knew, uh, introduce ourselves to who, who they were and, okay, you know, just make make more connections and network. So it's good.
0: How important do you find is it to work all your branches of social media?
2: I think right now, Instagram or even when we first started, Instagram's always been our strongest outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of you know being able to reach reach people and have have like the strongest effect, um, yeah. I mean we can definitely use our Facebook group to to try to reach out even more, but I mean in, okay. Instagram for us right now has always been like our strongest outlet, and then now the podcast as well.
0: When did that start? How long ago was it?
2: Two years ago, so I guess it would have been two thousand
1: eighteen. Mm-hmm. Definitely two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah.
0: How many how many episodes deep are you guys right now?
1: I just finished editing episode one thirty
0: one thirty eight. That's a lot. One thirty eight right now, and it's been two years and a bit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's a good rate. Have you seen any growth, any difference from like when you first started podcasting? I think uh, maybe was- a difference with you guys, and then a difference with the type of audience, or.
1: I think just based on like a personal level, like with us, you can, like, I went back at one point and just listened to some of our earlier episodes just to get a feel. And I was like, this is unlistenable. Like
2: this yeah. is awful. <laughs> yeah. We were pretty people bad at People man.
1: listen to this shit and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a learning, like no one's used to sitting with a microphone in front of their face and talking yep. for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, So it definitely took some learning there. So we definitely grew like crazy. Like, when we first started, we were talking over each other and, like, having a really Mm -hmm. tough time. Uh, So now we've definitely got a flow, and we think we do a really good job of bouncing off of each other. And our audience has definitely grown. Like, I mean, you can see the analytics have shown that we've done progressively better. Every single month, we keep going up. Um, And we have no one to thank except for the people who support us. Like you mentioned, um, we have a really high engagement with our podcast. Mm -hmm. So people are always posting. People are always like sending in messages and like we don't take that shit for granted and we're not growing if it isn't for that because we're not big enough to show up on all these trending pages on itunes so the only way someone's going to hear about us really is either from us saying it or for someone who already listens to it and enjoys it to uh promote it and i mean we can't that's literally all we always do is our listeners we can't do without Uh them
0: do some of these listeners message you and kind of get a sense that they they think that you're like a as the instagram says public figure
2: mm, it's not really for the so, most part like i think the messages we get like they're, they're talking to us like we are their friends
1: okay like they're trying to promote yeah. yeah
2: like we're the people okay. they they kind of talk to once a week like they're yeah. Yeah. close friends yeah. and stuff yeah
0: a full hour and a half yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i think that i agree with that like there's definitely the two sides like it would be cool if we felt like quote-unquote famous like that would be super dope Uh people like looked up to us in that sense but i think it's even cooler that like people will say that they feel like they know us because we they feel like we're down to earth and they feel like we're just a bunch of guys having fun and they feel like they have a connection to us in that sense so maybe that's why we get so many messages and so much promotion is because Mm -hmm. people and it's true. Like we're all we're homies with everybody who listens. Like we can go through. We'll talk to everybody. People send messages, and we'll have full out conversations. Um, I definitely don't get the vibe that we're a public figure, whether public we are or more.
2: not. I think for me, the first time it kind of hit me that our podcast was actually doing something was when we got uh, messages from our homies from like Australia or like our, our homies who are Australian and that live in London. And mm-hmm. it's just like for us to be able to reach uh, like to another country kind of, I was like flabbergasted in a sense, just because I was like, mm. what's going on? Like, is this for real? Like, is this yeah. like, you know, so that's when it kind of hit me um, that like we were, we, yes, we were just having fun. But like people are actually, you know, liking what we're doing kind of. You're
0: basically, quote unquote, worldwide. Sort of. Yeah.
2: They do call us the pit
1: bull of podcasts, Mr. Worldwide.
0: <laughs> the 305? Yeah. Um do you guys feel that uh, there's there's more? That you're hitting worldwide.
1: There's there's always more. Like I like I said, it's podcasting has become so big. And I think that if we got in even in a year earlier, we'd be leaps and bounds ahead of where we are just because we were just on the brink of being like first movers in a sense, there's a lot of sneaker podcasts. So we have the quantity of episodes, but just from being one of the first ones, we don't have like the original listener base. Um, so I think that there's definitely still room. There's always room to grow. Like there's always room to get more. There's always room to do better. Um, I mean, we're happy if literally like from when we started, we said if 10 people listen to this, like that's super cool. Mm-hmm. It's three of us awesome. recording yeah. it, th- four of us recording it. It was four of us um, recording it. Like as long as yeah. 10 people listen, that's double the people that recorded it. So we're in, we're doing well. Um, so having <laughs> like five, six, 700 people listen on a weekly basis um, is like incredibly gratifying people that like, will mention somebody like not even knowing they listen and they'll write in and be like oh i heard you say this on the podcast about me like just friends who were like oh you listen it's been 138 episodes like if mm-hmm. people were gonna drop off they would have done it by now but people still listen so yeah <laughs> like it's we still get this i don't know about you alvin but i still get like the same like high from people like listening and writing in and like yeah. that they're listening or like you see them in person and like oh i really like what yeah. you said on this podcast i'm like you remember what I said on this podcast? I don't remember what I said on mm. that podcast. So that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get freaked out when uh, people say, well, I, I listened to it and then I, I went back and I would listen to you like your first season. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, don't do that. You're never going to listen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To put it in perspective, how many downloads would you get for, for an episode? Oh, I don't know if you guys want to say it or if you don't. Yeah,
1: I mean, like the real, like if we have a really, really good guest on, um, yeah. we'll we'll near a thousand. But on a weekly, yeah. like typical basis, usually between, depending on the if it's a shitty, like we just had Phil Soul Purpose on, maybe two yep. two hundred downloads, like something real weak. Okay, um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, like usually around five hundred, give or take. Yeah.
0: So if you just imagine 500 people in one room no i can't that's that's the point right that's the yeah. thing that's yeah. insane for like someone explained that to me one day and i was like wow okay do you do think you guys you start feel- to interrupt do you think you'd be yeah, able to
1: perform the same if you had 500 people in a room could you still do this so effortlessly if there was 500 people in front of you and you were on a stage
0: so uh yes yeah, in a self-centered kind of way i think i can yeah yeah <laughs> I yeah did, for
2: sure uh, there's a
0: switch i don't know if you guys yeah. feel the same way there's a switch mm-hmm. there before a switch. the podcast starts we talk different we act different now i'm i'm sitting up <laughs> in my chair and i'm leaning into the microphone right yeah. i'm leaning in yeah, and i have that...
1: airpods in like i could literally <laughs> sit like this yeah, that's what <laughs> saying, i'm saying still bro. sitting up to the
0: computer 100 yeah. <laughs> you're on that's why and when you're on i'm kind of like will Farrell in uh, old school when he does the debate i i don't remember what's going on and i'm just my mouth just yeah, moving that's and all, when yeah. it's all done i have to write the little blurb like like the description of the episode right i can't remember what we said yeah <laughs> like I have, to go, I have to go back to like the, our rundown like the written down rundown to see oh yeah we did talk about that that's how i write it out cuz i don't remember anything that we said
1: i've started making notes like while we mm-hmm. while we're doing the podcast, like if we say something that I'm like, oh, that can be the title of the podcast. I'll write yeah. it down so I don't forget it. Because same way, once okay, we turn nice. it off and it's the day after, and I have to like edit it and come up with a title, oh, and like no. I'm like, what did we like? What would we do this?
0: Week? <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me also for like topics. I'll be like, I don't know, doing the dishes. I'm like, oh, that's a good topic. Yeah. I'm like, should I write this down? I'm like, no it's so good. I'll remember it. No, you won't. <laughs> One hour later, I'm like, I'm supposed to remember something. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So now I write down everything that comes to, to mind. And uh, yeah, because yeah, I find there's a switch. Yeah, So in front of 500 people, yeah, I might after the whole thing, look back at myself and go like huge cringe at like whatever I said or whatever I did. But yeah, it's because we
1: all have the podcast voice and we have like the podcast personality. Like no one yeah. wants to hear me on a regular day talking like that's not interesting. <laughs> if You go back to go back to true to size four and listen to that. That's regular Lawrence. That's not podcast Lawrence yet. So
0: that's the difference. I, there's a switch that turns on and it's not like I can bump into you at a, at a coffee shop and then expect like an hour of talking. No, Continuous sure. talking. <laughs> And we're, we're like interesting in any way. No. Yeah. You've seen like the, there's
1: the memes where it's like after the 10th, damn, that's crazy. Like, that's me. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) damn, that's crazy.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. 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 No way. (laughs) No way. Now that you've had uh, two years of experience doing podcasts, what would you say to a, a crew that would come up to you and say, Hey man, look, we're thinking of doing a podcast. Any tips? Any anything that you can't find like on YouTube tutorials or like on a on a website?
2: Something. I would say just try to listen to a few before recording mm-hmm. your yeah. very first episode because for our very first like ten, maybe, maybe ten episodes, <laughs> I, I I didn't listen to any podcasts, man. Still um. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence disagrees. I mean, you yeah, know, I, st- I
1: still don't listen to podcasts.
2: <laughs> I've grown an appreciation for the craft, yeah, uh, through what we do, but also through listening to others. So, obviously, yeah. listening to you guys, the sneaker podcast, and now the sneaker people podcast. Um, yeah, let's not do that, let's just <laughs> talk, talk about someone else, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, definitely, definitely like just, just listen to you know what what you might because you you might find what your sound can be i don't want you to necessarily imitate people but i mean it'll definitely help because like previous to me actually taking in other podcasts it's just like yeah i sound so stupid you know and it's just like i was trying to be myself but at the same time it's just like man like i could be myself in different ways okay
0: I got you. Okay, I get that. Go would, at it from a different angle. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I yeah. would actually say the
1: exact opposite, and I only say yeah. that because I'm like that. Um, and I people are always like shocked that like, because we have a blog. I don't read blogs. Like we have, we have a podcast. I don't listen to a single podcast. The only reason mm-hmm. I know that Calby had bad audio last week is because I saw it was like trending on <laughs> everybody was, like, trending on Twitter. So I was like, all right, what's going on with Calvi here? So I had to check it out. And I listened. I was like, this is really bad. But anyways. <laughs> it
0: was so bad. Oh, my gosh.
1: But anyways. So, yeah, I-, I like the only reason I would say that I disagree is that like, like you said, you can find you can find a sound. And I definitely agree with that sense. But I liked being able to, at least from my standpoint, find like myself by doing and in the way like. I still don't listen to any other podcasts. So I don't have anything to like influence how I am. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like anybody else. Like, because there's, there's enough of everybody else. Like, we need to be our own selves. So I definitely oh, see yeah. both sides, like, 100%. They're both like very uh, rational ways to think about it. Um, and the only other thing I would say, um, if someone came and asked how or what to do if they're starting a podcast, is say, if it's a sneaker podcast, don't do it because there's enough, there's enough of those. Don't, don't do a sneaker podcast.
0: Is that really true? No, like you I wouldn't think there's say too that.
1: many. I wouldn't <laughs> say that. There's, there's no way I would say that. But I would think it. Like, don't, don't come for us, bro.
0: <laughs> I'll show you what real life is all about. Exactly. No, but, yeah. uh...
1: 138 episodes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> how many hours? But that like, is?
0: there's a lot of podcasts. Yes. And there serious. is a good amount of sneaker podcasts. So how do you stay? true to size the, you have your own signature thing yeah <laughs> true to size
1: um i think it's honestly like first of all we feel like we said we feed a lot of our listeners so if our mm-hmm. listeners are writing in and saying like this is so unique like i feel like it's sound there's a different sound there's a different vibe than other things that i listen to that's obviously yeah. it. we know we're doing something right and okay i mean like if we did end up sounding like someone else I 100% would put us three toe-to-toe with any other three. So if we sound the same as somebody else, um, 100% of the time, we're going to be better than those other three That because they sound like us. We don't sound like them. Um, so like fuck it, bro. Okay. Like, so I don't know if I can swear <laughs> on this one. <laughs> I don't know if this has the yeah, explicit you can E. Okay, good.
0: You guys consider yourselves pros? Like you're, you're very comfortable doing the podcast, right?
1: comfortable for sure, yes.
0: Is there still some parts of, on podcasting or blogging or anything that's difficult. A good
2: question, Lawrence. Okay, so just just to make things clear, yeah, myself and Joel just talk on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Lawrence <laughs> is basically like our brain, and I did that. yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously, yes, he's the host, but like, literally, one. I I want to say this before, but one thing that also helps us maintain our originality is. Whenever Lawrence thinks of like a game or um, whatever, like one of his new segments, it's like, we'll try it. And then if we don't like Mm -hmm. it, we'll trash it. Or if if we get a good response from it. (laughs) Like
0: like, on air, you'll trash it?
2: Literally. They'll just like punch me in the face. Sometimes podcast. Yeah. I'm like, bro, no, we're not doing that shit. But, um, well, (laughs) yeah. yeah.
0: You're saying that Lawrence sets you up, but like if he sets you up, right? You and Joel. And you guys don't catch the ball, you're you're not doing the right supporting, right? Mm -hmm. So to a point, you you do have like a a specific role in the 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 show. Yeah, you don't know what's coming up. Lawrence knows what's coming up, so you guys have to think on the fly. Yeah, right. And you can't just go, uh, yeah, Joel. So, to a point, you, you've you developed a skill where you got to keep it rolling and not seem like you're you're giving yourself some time to think.
2: Yeah.
1: I would say that, is, going back to the original question, um, yeah. the hardest thing that I've found, now that, like, I still, like, we, we do the full, like, one-take Drake thing. So, like, if we yes, make right. a mistake or whatever, we just kind of roll with it, laugh at ourselves, and move on, and it shows up mm-hmm. in the podcast. Uh, the only thing that will really chop out is, like, dead silence if someone literally can't think of an answer and it's like silent for 10 (laughs) seconds then i'll I'll do a little chop and it won't you won't know that someone didn't know the answer okay um but the only thing that i found just listening back is that just like from a personal standpoint that when i'm talking i do the like uh and then i'll talk like i'll do the um or whatever so i've tried to more consciously and it's just regular english like that's how people talk But I've just tried to make myself more conscious of it and aware and fix it as I'm going. So that's one thing for me, at least, like just being aware because people don't want to hear in their headphones. uh, I don't care if the sneaker people uh, hear it so they can hear me say it on the sneaker podcast uh, all day. I'll just sit here while you guys (laughs) talk and uh but i know I'm gonna, that the judiciary this yeah, all yeah you to chop it all yeah <laughs> um yeah that's one one thing for me was that like just being more conscious of the things that i'm saying or that the sounds that i'm making that you on a normal day it doesn't make a difference yeah. but when you're in someone's headphones at full blast and they're on the subway they don't want to hear you breathing gotcha. or chuckling all or right. whatever so that for me was definitely a major thing mm.
0: what i've realized is uh you three are talking to each other on the podcast on the show and on our side, our crew as well, like we're talking to each other, but you have to remember is we're talking for someone, mm-hmm. right? We're talking for whoever's going to tune in, right? So yeah, as much as our inside jokes are fucking hilarious to our, us, if no, we don't explain it to the audience, it's not a good joke, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. If it's just so a bunch like of f-
1: inaudible laughter for five seconds or 10 seconds, then nobody's interested in hearing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we do a lot of like references to like movies and stuff, and we're old, so we don't know how <laughs> what percentage of our audience gets the reference. You know, like they're gonna have to go back to like Google's and like look it up. And yeah, I like that you guys are conscious about speaking to the audience. It's very cool. To your point of you guys were slightly late getting into the game. I think you were right there, like right, right before it blew up. Mm. Like, because you guys were were running for a good season, I think, before everyone got a podcast. Everyone has a podcast right now. Just going back to something uh, you
1: said, Chris, what's your favorite uh, trick, like podcast trick that people may not notice is a trick, but it really is a trick. Like, what's one thing that you always end up doing? to to trick the audience into thinking something or to make them not know you're doing something else. Like what I'm doing right now is giving you a chance to answer by really running on the question, but no one even realizes it (laughs) because it it just sounds like a regular question. And I'm not stuttering or saying, ah, but I'm literally just giving you a chance. And Alvin a chance now that I'm asking him as well to think of a question, an answer to the question. And that was my trick is running on a a sentence or like literally just going off on a tangent and giving someone else a chance to think.
0: (laughs) It's the, the setup. So it's a it's a it's a skill, or it, you get used to it after a while, and it's much like uh, playing a game of basketball. If some people are not involved in the play, mm-hmm. and you want them to play D, play some defense, you need to get them involved in the offense, right? So if the guy doesn't get the ball in not on the offense, he's not going to play D or grab the rebound for you. So the same thing in on the podcast the questions are directed in a way that th- i know sometimes what the answers is going to be or in what uh, vein the answers going to flow down and then that will allow me to set up the next guy so mm. it's uh it it's not always smooth as a transition and it might be obvious to some on some episodes but sometimes the other guys do catch the ball perfectly and then they understand the play. And then they set up the next guy. Uh-huh. So that's what I like a lot in terms of the experience we've gotten with the podcast. And that's why I feel really comfortable with my crew. Like even if we don't have a rundown. Someday, some days we're like, you guys just want to chat it up. We'll do that. Or the we'll run on our previous segments to the point where we'll remove the whole topic. Like our, our front end is so extended and heavy they were like this is pretty good this, this is good enough and then we'll remove the topic question and then let's just outro
1: <laughs> what's crazy is we're the exact opposite of that and if something runs long we're like well i guess it's a four-hour episode today <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i think it was like circumstance that pushed us one day to do like a super fast podcast I think Sean, one of our uh, the Sneaker Podcast members, had to uh, watch something specific. Uh, I, th- I think it was when The Last Dance was releasing. I was going to say oh, it was The Last Dance sure. or something. And, but they were for releasing sure. all this uh, extra stuff about Michael Jordan, and it was on ESPN. So it wasn't like you can tune in whenever you wanted. Yeah. right? So we, he had to kind of go check it out at a certain time. And we're like, dude, let's do a tight one hour. Like a toit one hour, and that's where our toit one oh five came from. And since then, we've been like, this is fun because when we're pressured to keep it concise, there's no uh, and there's no dead space because mm. if let's say Mike asks a question and that dude's taking too long, I'm just gonna fucking jump in. It's like <laughs> ah, blah blah blah, and then you know whatever, and then they'll they'll jump in right after. But, I don't know that yeah. we've
1: ever had a toy 105. Anytime I think we're going to have a short episode, it's an hour and 20 minutes, like, on the dot every single time. We I don't know what happens. It's, like, a lot of work. <laughs> we're so good at just talking our asses off. That's why yeah. we're, a podcast is a good rule for us because we just talk <laughs> a lot.
0: For for all the different types of um, media branches that we you can take, I find podcasts is the more forgiving one. Yeah. 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 Instagram is dependent on now like we got to contend with like an algorithm what the time of day you post. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So there's all that and you actually have to uh you have to be aware of what the other guys posting or what's hot currently because if a one guy posts like a, a Jordan 1 shot and you post the same shoe and then te- technically now you're competing with that guy. Mm-hmm. Un- un- unknowingly unwittingly, boom. Mm-hmm. while the podcast thing is e- we were early enough and you guys do a sneaker podcast we do a sneaker podcast you can't say that we're doing the same type of show Not at all. it's impossible it's mm-hmm. pretty much impossible uh-huh. even if we happen to have the same opinion about a shoe the show is different uh-huh. you know
1: we should yeah. one week choose the same topic like the same main discussion and both yeah. shows do it and then um, yeah. just cross-reference and see how they both sound. That would be interesting. Just, just,
0: what we'll do is we'll just overlap the two audio. And <laughs> it's <laughs> just a fucking jumble <laughs> of audio. <laughs> <laughs> no one will understand it.
1: Except for us. Yeah, That's we it. know
0: what's happening. Yes. Yeah, How about we'll do one more question. Maybe, maybe two. Now, you're pros at what you do for Canada Got Soul. You have all the experience. You have uh, so many episodes under your belt. Uh, so many... Hashtags, how many we're at right now? Uh, over
1: 145,000 hashtag uses.
0: That's fucking insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've gotten good. big enough that uh, bots use it now. So they're just like... Whoa, very good. Ha- yeah, they're <laughs> helping us out like crazy. They're boosting it like by hundreds That's a day. Awesome. It's beautiful. Thank you to all the bots out there who are helping us out with yeah.
0: that. Now that you guys are pros at what you're doing, do you still get nervous for some of the stuff that you need to do if you're invited to an event if you're asked to speak on like another podcast or show up at, at be on a panel of some sort uh did your nerves get you guys
2: uh for me if it's a podcast that i've never been on and yeah. i don't know how the host or individuals like to run their show i'll definitely yeah. still kind of hold back from how I am on other podcasts, right? Okay. You know what I mean? I don't want to step on any toes. I don't want to, you know, make them sound a the way they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's probably going to be it. Uh, going to events, obviously, when we when we had that, you know, benefit, yeah. uh, for me, it was always like, oh, man, like, you know, I still want to show out because I'm representing Canada Got Soul, so I got to come with some heat or like i gotta look decent right um but other than that it's just right now it's it's pretty it's pretty chill like we all know our roles and stuff um we have our specific things that we do in within canada Soul, and you know we just we just do the thing
1: i'm trying to think of anything sorry if you want to add to to that i'm trying to think of anything that uh makes me nervous i don't typically get nervous especially with doing so many episodes of the podcast now yeah um i feel like public speaking is like a no-brainer now it's like quite Mm -hmm. easy i actually don't get asked to do any other podcasts so i was thankful to be here maybe it's because i don't listen to any other podcasts so they're all a little bit salty about that (laughs) but it's fine whatever i'm not complaining maybe i'll be on the sneaker dad's podcast that's (laughs) doubtful, but we'll see but uh (laughs) But uh, the only thing that I can think of that makes me kind of nervous is it's going to sound weird, but if brands send us stuff, yeah, I don't want to rub them the wrong way by the things that we mm. say or the photos okay. we take. Like usually the photos we take are fine. Uh, a, a lot more brands now are asking for us to send them like the sample of the photo to make sure that they're going to okay it. But like, I don't know what they think they're going to see in my photo that is not going to be okay for Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what they're approving, but sure, that's fine. But we're yeah. very uh, outspoken and we're very opinionated on our podcast. So it does make me nervous from time to time, having some very hot takes and some very strong opinions about stuff. But at the yeah. end of the day, like brands also want honesty and they want you to be unapologetic about how you feel about things because they're yeah. not going to get any better. Yeah if you tell them and you're a yes man and you say, Oh my God, it's the best shoe I've ever gotten in my life. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Like we, we always do our best to be honest and truthful. And if we're not a fan of something like when we talk about shoes, we have a rating called poop. So like, I mean, that's (laughs) gives you a whole, gives you everything you need to know.
0: That's different from like an opinion on like a random shoe that releases. Uh, even if it's, a, if it's a brand that you usually collaborate with, but s- them sending you something, like you can't use the poop category. Like, no, you, we wouldn't just, do that. It wouldn't
1: hire. When someone sends us something, yeah, even if we're not a fan of it, first of all, we'll find something nice to say about it mm-hmm. because not every shoe that in the world is ugly isn't going to have something nice about it. And maybe yeah. it's a nice shade of blue, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, we want to be honest, obviously, so yeah. we're going to give our opinion. Uh, But at the end of the day, we're super, super grateful for any brand that even thinks like, hey, we want to reach out and work with you. Mm -hmm. So like, we're not going to ruin that. And we're also not going to shit on anything. It's a free pair of shoes. Like, there's people who would literally never get a free pair of shoes in their life. So we're we know we're very privileged in that sense. And we wouldn't ever shit on something that was given to us as a gift. Yeah. As not a gift because they're making money off our advertisement, but whatever, you know what I mean? Yes, like sir. it's still a free <laughs> pair of shoes that we would never <laughs> like think twice about like fashion. We wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I tested the theory of trying to give uh, your honest opinion about everything. Like, so choosing credibility over like, you know, uh, sugar coating everything. I'm not sure how that worked out, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, I'm going to give them a bit more time. But f- <laughs> for the now, it doesn't look so promising. <laughs> yeah, you know, take a shot. So you're
1: saying in the near future, you may send a hey you up text and you're just going to see like you're going to test the waters like, hey, like, are we still good? No, no, no we- I'll, and I'll, I
0: will I, didn't reach out. It was never that type of relationship with the brand. But it's just like, let me see what happens if I just don't, you know, and I don't, don't even shit know. Shit if- on them. <laughs> I don't even know if they like listen to the podcast or anything but like all all you know maybe someone told one, someone that I said something.
1: <laughs> one thing I will say to to your point if we want to jump way back into the podcast something you said about yeah. advice that you would give to someone starting up. This is just in general a rule of thumb if you want to get into this industry we can call it. Yeah. Brands are always listening.
0: Okay, they're like always that.
1: listening like they're that. always aware no matter what so i know i mean we know we're doing something right because we say some pretty bad shit and we're still okay with most brands yes. <laughs> um, but they're always listening they're always like there's ways to tell if your podcast has been scrubbed for analytics or whatever mm-hmm. and there's there's always people who are checking to see what you're talking about there's always people checking your posts. they see it all that's their job is to know yeah, so yeah they're yeah. always listening
0: and even if they are not listening to one particular thing that you did it's just better etiquette to act as if they are listening right like yeah because some people go off on some stuff and that's fine but then sometimes it's like well strategically i don't know so for the people that are wondering like well why are they getting stuff and i'm not getting stuff well it is a game like they know they're not dummies right they know what's going on right and they're not gonna pick like someone that's not gonna play ball with them, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly, hundred percent.
2: Yeah.
0: You guys mentioned like you guys are pretty comfortable with everything that's going on uh, in terms of like what you produce and in terms of content. How do you then make sure that everything's of good quality? Like, where does the pressure uh, come from?
1: I don't know about you, Alvin, but for me personally, like I hold myself to a really high standard. Like I expect a lot from myself, and I expect a lot even more from Canada Got Sold because I feel like it's a representation of a lot of things and I feel like it's a business. Mm. So like the the expectation I have on myself is just tenfold for Canada Got Sold. So photos, like I'll sit out in the rain for ten like 10 hours making sure I get the right shot of whatever I'm trying to shoot. If Make sure it has to be right. Like the podcast, if I have to stay up till 1 a.m. to make sure it drops at the same time every single week on Saturday morning at 5 a.m., then that's what I'll do. So I think that the pressure is given to ourselves. Like it's not anyone outside being like, make sure you do this because mm-hmm. a brand, unless they're paying you, will never say, hey, make sure you post a picture. Like they'll ask you, hey, if you like it, post a picture. But unless they're paying you, they you don't have any obligation to post the stuff they send you. Yeah. So the pressure is definitely all uh, self-driven, but it's, it's a good motivator. Like if there's no pressure, I mean, pressure makes diamonds, right?
2: So that's what you got to do. Ooh, <laughs> this guy got all metaphorical on me. Yo, I we can't got follow enough
1: cliches out here, B. Yep. Don't
2: Damn. worry. Uh, oh man. Uh honestly, man, I would say the same. Like Lawrence, Joel and I have been doing this for well, have been in Canada Soul for like seven years now. Oh. It's Thanks. our seven it's it's our seven year old baby. Yeah. And it's just like it's when when you talk about Canada Soul, you you're not gonna not talk about Lawrence and I or Joel. Okay so good it's point. just like yeah. it, it represents us and anything that Very represents me i i can't not do something to, to my fullest potential yeah um you know what i mean so yeah i'm definitely on the same boat as lawrence like anything i put out on canada Soul, anything we put out like I, I definitely want it to be the best that we can and mm-hmm. that's what it is that's that's where the pressure comes from like yeah brands watch it but to be honest with you like I got a question the other day asking if we reached out to brands. Yeah. And like if that's how we got our seating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, we've never ever, like when I say never ever, I mean never ever reached out to anybody. Wait, you Um, mean never ever? Like never ever. When I say
1: never, do you mean never or like never?
2: I mean like like two words or like. (laughs) It's one word never ever. Never ever. Yes. (laughs)
1: Never ever. Okay.
2: But it's just, like, we, we, we've we never reached out. Um, we, we've been lucky for brands to reach out to us, yeah. but it's, we don't go looking for, you know, seating. Mm-hmm. It's, like, if you want to work with us, great. If not, we're still cool with you. It's cool. Like, yeah. it's,
1: it's whatever, right? So To yeah, that man. point, like, really quick, and we're going to ramble now because it's not our podcast, so who cares? Um, <laughs> he's going to cut it out, so we're just going to talk. And he'll, pick, um, pick out good, he'll pick out the uh, good stuff something that i told myself uh a couple of years ago right before we launched the blog yeah um i was like denied an opportunity to be a part of something with jordan brand just based on not having the correct following oh shit. um and it was expressed to me like i was close enough with the person who was organizing it for them to say like i sent it to the higher ups and you didn't have the the reach that they were looking for, yeah. for to be a member of xyz what they were doing i don't want to get into specific <laughs> jordan brand um but uh
0: <laughs> justin timberlake
1: but uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I would have no, I would have forced my way into that and buy followers at the same night. But um so that from that day forward, there was always one like thing that I tried to live by or I tried to do, and it was be undeniable. Mm. So it was like be so good that the brands have no choice but to fuck with you. Like yeah. be so good, but also be yourself. Yeah. That even if they don't want to, even if you talk the most shit and you sound like an idiot, you're so good at what you do and you're so influential and you're so big. That they literally have no choice, whether they like it yeah. or not, they have
0: to fuck with you. He um, was talking to some other guys that do like YouTube and uh, other social media stuff, and they spoke to me about something where you just keep adding lines to your resume.
1: That's it. So,
0: like, like you can do this. Well, I got a photo guy, I got a blog guy, I got a podcast guy, I got a YouTube guy. But like, if one guy could do all of these things, then you they kind of have to getting caught at least that's why we have so many
1: branches, yeah. Why we have so many different branches,
0: jazz hands, yeah. (laughs) Um, one more, one more, and we'll finish it off. Uh, do you guys believe that you've had an effect on sneaker culture in Toronto, or if you want to expand it uh, out to Canada? And uh, please, please back up your answer.
1: Like one of those uh, high school test questions yeah. where it's the like, essay on the, the back of, yes. on
0: the other side yeah. of the page, you didn't read it. <laughs> if, oh,
1: fuck. If, if the answer is yes, please explain your answer.
2: Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> Alvin, you can go ahead first. This is a big one, a it's big one.
2: huge, man. If we've had an effect on sneaker culture, yeah, I want to say definitely within the immediate surrounding community for sure. Um, and that's that's just based off of the interaction we have with everyone. Um, that surrounds us like Mm -hmm. but even then like we're also seeing it like across Canada like you know what I mean like it and it it's not necessarily us having an effect on the culture but it's more of us like being able to build relationships within it kind of I would say I don't even know if that made sense but sure okay maybe Lawrence. I have like a two I have like a two part answer here
0: yeah go
1: excuse me sorry so the first part is i think that obviously we've had some sort of effect whether we like to see it or not like an effect is literally has anything happened because you Mm -hmm. did this so yes we've had an effect and like we mentioned earlier the the events that we put on um are a great example of us having an effect just like immediately for us um effect can also be measured in like something quantifiable and I think that something quantifiable is something that we've done every year in December, which is the countdown to whatever year it is. So whether it be the countdown okay. to 2020, countdown to 2019. And that's something quantifiable in the sense that we can see people engaging. We get thousands of entries in a 30-day 30, 30 span. But we also are quantifiable because we're taking donations and sending it to a good cause. I think yeah. last year we raised over $3,000 nice. in in a month for the Ronald McDonald House charity of canada so the whole all of canada and that's on the second year in a row i think the year before that we did about two grand so five thousand dollars in two years just based on us trying to organize something so i think there's that effect as well and the third part of the answer is this is like the motivational side like for all of us i think we all feed off of something like this and it's once again self-inflicted motivation Mm -hmm. where it's like you know like the jordan meme where it's like and i took that personally like, that's how I feel about, like, <laughs> so, like, there's there's always, like, instances, you know, you go to a shoe store, or I'll be wearing the hat, and people will ask, like, oh, what's that, or, like, oh, yeah. what, like, whatever, like, oh, that person just said what up to you, like, how do they know you, whatever. And I'll tell them, like, oh, like, I'm part of, like, a podcast and a blog and a Facebook, whatever, and it's called Canada Got Soul, and they've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, I'm like, okay, hey, we're not big enough yet. Like, if every single Canadian sneakerhead is not even, like, there's one that's not even remotely aware. Like, they don't have to follow us. They don't have to listen. They don't have to be whatever. But if they've never heard of us, then we're not doing a good enough job. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I want to know that every single person in Canada has heard of us. So we've touched every single Canadian sneakerhead in Canada. And, like, that's obviously a very ambitious goal. because that's when you know you've had the greatest effect.
0: Okay. I like that. Very, I love uh, that. Very partitioned answer there. I like it. <laughs> uh, if it's all right, I'd like to give my answer to that, whether please, yeah, Canada please, has tenses. had an effect on sneaker culture in Toronto. Uh, in Toronto, uh, you guys could speak about that a bit better than I can because I'm from Montreal, but in Canada, definitely, because in the basis sense of like having an effect on someone, when you guys put out your, your hat, I wanted to have it. I'm the type of guy that if you're going to put up a painting in my house, it has to mean something. Not because it's just pretty. It has to mean something to me, right? I'd rather you put up, like, the the jersey of my favorite player because it <laughs> means something than the most beautiful landscape. So I only wanted your hat. And I'm going to put it on right now.
2: Oh, stop, Chris.
0: Because it it meant something. You guys did affect something in Canada, I find. It's cool to to have people recognize your logo and all, but it also means that I have this hat. Not a lot of people had this hat, but everyone that has this hat are part of this little clique. So that's why I appreciate it about Canada Got Soul.
1: Something just to jump off that really quickly, and once again, we're going to ramble because why not? <laughs> um, uh. something, that, <laughs> something that I always said, like, I, quote unquote I would know that we quote unquote made it yeah. and I still don't think that we've made it so obviously the goals have realigned a little bit mm-hmm. but originally when we started releasing merchandise just our little shitty Guilden t-shirts I said I would feel like I made it if I was walking in a, a mall like a shopping center or downtown mm-hmm. and I saw somebody that I didn't know wearing some of our merchandise Okay, facts. and it's happened a handful of times where I've cool. seen somebody All walking right. like downtown I'll be like that's our hat who the fuck is that though <laughs> <laughs> because it feels like as much as we have a large audience it feels like a still like a quite a tight-knit community like you mentioned like you feel like family everybody that one that what you're wearing is a gr you're a gr man but that's all right
0: i um, have many hats <laughs> man, literally many hats. and figuratively
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. But yeah that was one thing where i was like i would really feel like i made it and that was just like a, once again a self uh, proclaimed goal and now obviously like i said it's realigned a little bit and that's Hmm. more commonplace for us because we do sell. like when we release a hat, that shit flies. Like if you're listening to this next time we release a hat, you should buy one because they're really cool and they're really (laughs) fairly priced and the quality is really nice.
0: This isn't the part (laughs) of the part where you plug your shit. It's at the end.
1: (laughs) So speaking, are we at the end? Because I wanted to do something with you because you, you've been like a really generous host with us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like I'm, i'm i have hosting in me like i've partially ahead, taken over ahead. the end of this podcast and yeah. asked you questions i was wondering if it'd be okay if we played a little game with you it's our new game album what's it called how much is that how much is that we do one one quick round of how much is that okay you? go ahead let's do it okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want to know because you're a hype beast a little bit
0: how two dollars and 26 cents
1: different- <laughs> so how how much is for anyone listening who hasn't listened to true to size first of all download all the episodes immediately second of all our new game how much is that i'm going to give you two different shoes sometimes more yeah and you have to tell me which one is the more expensive between the two options based on a size nine last sold price on stock x all right fair enough yeah so the first one it's we're using the same ones we used yesterday with uh is this canadian dollars or u.s canadian dollars Always CAD. Always CAD.
0: Your left or my left?
2: <laughs> You're right. I don't
1: have a, I don't have a left. You should see me play <laughs> basketball. Um, just kidding. I'm a lefty. First one, the Air Jordan One fragment. Yes. Last sold size nine DS on StockX mm-hmm. versus six pairs of the Air Jordan Three fragment.
0: Uh, the. F- Last which one's more expensive? Yeah. So between the six pairs one. of the
1: Jordan, you're going with the frag one.
0: Yeah. Hands
1: up. So, out. as we do on how much is that, we're going to say the lower of the, or sorry, the one you did not choose first. Yeah. Which would be the six pairs of Air Jordan 3 flag, fragments. Mm-hmm. One pair sells for $686 on stock X.
0: So, okay. times
1: six, you're at $4,116. Yeah. Do you want to stick with your answer here? Yes. Are you still comfortable with fragment? Yes. Okay. The Air Jordan One fragment last sold price on Stock X dead stock size nine is four thousand eight hundred dollars and four eight hundred and forty six dollars. You win, my friend.
0: Okay. Cool. Seven hundred
1: dollars. <laughs> yes.
0: Too many numbers, my friend. I my my head could only contain one. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Okay, the the one number then is you are number one.
0: Numero one. Numero uno. Yeah, cool. I like this game. What's it called? How much is that?
1: that? (laughs) How much is that?
0: Yeah. Wait, Uh, who came up with the game?
1: Trademark, true to size podcast, 2020, non-transferable, just saying. Too
0: late. (laughs) Um, Who came up with the game? Lawrence. Would um, okay. How did the game come about?
1: Honestly, when we have no content to talk about, yeah. we were like straight through the pandemic, we recorded two podcasts a week. Yeah. Because we were all working Insane. from home. Some of us were off. So we yeah, we were going off. We were doing Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah. or Tuesdays and Fridays or something, which was like breakneck speed but like we didn't have a lot of content because brands weren't releasing anything okay but we knew that people would be listening because they're not doing anything yeah so we like <laughs> we need to bring out content yeah so we just started firing off a ton of games and it became really popular people liked it like regular games but like sneakerize it mm-hmm. um so like it was like two weeks ago whatever i couldn't think of anything to talk about so i was like all right let's come up with a new game and okay how much is that was born that's another trick you can steal, by the way. If you can't think of any content, just play a game play, yeah, and have yeah. fun for an hour. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I've come up with some of those. <laughs> just like a, <laughs> what's at the front door.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's
0: so random. That's not a
1: game because no one can lose. There's no, no loser. there's no loser. We but... need no, yeah, no. Yeah. On True to Size, we have lots of losers. Ah, we okay. are famous for losers. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know, you get embarrassed if, like, all you have at the front door is like a pair of slides.
1: That's true. Oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That's why I've never done the podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, guys, it, we're going to do a Toit 110, as we say on the Sneaker Podcast. Oh, that's um,
2: boy, good. Yeah.
0: Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Sneaker People Pod. It was really good chatting it up with you guys because as much as uh, we do chit-chat on text, by text, or through DM. And for all the years that I've known you guys, there's some parts of like what you guys do that I didn't know about. And I was actually wondering like how everything like linked up together. So thanks for doing this. If the people want to find you uh, on social media, uh, where can they do that? Lawrence?
1: Oh, sorry. Alvin, me first. Uh, you can
2: find me at LBoggyStyles on Instagram. Wolf,
0: <laughs> Alvin? <laughs>
2: Uh, and you can find me at uh mr q mart m-i-s-t-e-r-q and then mart yeah or you can find both of us at Canada.soul. got soul very cool and
1: joel we got to give joel a quick shout out to jo jo underscore d3o
0: n-e-y very cool um again these gentlemen have a blog a facebook forum their podcast be on the lookout for their next sneaker event uh whenever it's allowed whenever yeah Uh, i should hit up one of those if only i were hey man
2: you're always welcome bro (laughs) you have a place to stay out here yeah for (laughs) sure
0: that's 100 thanks for tuning in this has been the sneaker people pod a the sneaker podcast presentation my name is chris chu you can find me at christopher.chu tune in next time will i when i'll have another either group of people or a person of interest in this sneaker community. Thanks a lot. This has been great. Peace out. Peace. Peace.
2: Peace. Okay, good. Thank you, sirs.